Hey, everybody. Hello there. This is Danny. And I'm Nick. And you are listening to Sister Shelves Podcast. We're back for another episode. And before we dive into this month's book, I think we would just like to recognize that it's a tough time to be a sister right now. It is. If you have a uterus, I'm sorry. So we're going to link some resources in our show notes if you are interested in learning more about ways that you can support women. Um, we're here for it. Yeah, or if you just need resources yourself. Absolutely. So this month, I think we definitely defied the don't judge a book by its cover. I think this was all about the cover, right? It was all about the cover. It was so nice. I bought it twice <laughs> for myself. It's true. It's true. Um, this has got to be one of the most beautiful books I think I've ever seen. Yes. It's the Inheritance Games, if you don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's right. That's important. It's a beautiful cover with gold writing and lots of things going on in the background. Yeah. The um, the individual <laughs> responsible for the beautiful artwork, Cat Fat, a rhyming name. Pretty cool. Um, okay. Yeah. So this month is the Inheritance Games, Jennifer Lynn Barnes. What's it about, Nick? It's about a book. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so it's about this girl, Avery, who, uh, you know, she's kind of got a hard life. She wants to get out of her current life situation. She's living out of her car. She's kind of living with her half-sister who's got a shitty boyfriend. Um, but she sees the light at the end of the tunnel with school. Yeah, she's really bright. Very she wants smart. to be an actuary. Yes. She's got plans. What's an actuary? Uh, like risk analysis okay. in the finance. It shows that I didn't mm-hmm. Google anything. Um, <clears throat> but her luck changes uh, when... A billionaire named Tobias Hawthorne leaves her literally everything, minus a couple hundred K. Um, the only catch is that Avery has to move into the the Hawthorne house, which is a big, big mansion, um, which is full of secret passages, riddles, and codes, but it's also occupied by the people who are just disinherited, and she really can't kick them out unless they do something that's basically like they Violence. can't come back from. Yeah, yeah. harassment. So there's four grandsons. Um, they're described as dangerous magnetic boys. I don't really think they're boys. I didn't ever think of them as boys as I read this book. Um, that grew up with like every expe- expectation that one day they would inherit billions. Well, okay. This seems like the appropriate time to somewhat tangent. What do you think, Nick? How do you feel as an adult when you read YA? So this is young adult literature and so these characters are all somewhere between 15 and 25. I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me while I'm reading it, but like dangerous magnetic boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have always read a lot of YA, so it doesn't really, doesn't really compute in my brain that it's YA until I think about them being described as boys and really think about how old they are. I just try to detach, you know, I just yeah. try to enjoy the story, but yeah, dangerous magnetic boys. <laughs> Yeah. Descriptors okay. that didn't need to happen. Right? Sorry, I, I interrupted right in the midst of your synopsis. Okay, I was pretty much done. But basically, the he's not the oldest. He's the second oldest grandson. Grayson thinks that Avery's a con woman. Mm. And he's pissed, obviously, because he is, like, the heir apparent. Well, and can you imagine if you were destined to inherit billions of dollars and have, you know, a very luxe lifestyle to all of a sudden... It's just be. It's just gone. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what that means. It's like the reverse Cinderella story, right? It is. It is. Also, I want to apologize if you hear my dogs in the background. Mm-hmm. One of them is getting very, very comfortable on the couch, and the other one is just kind of wandering. Did he bring that toy in here? They're really into YA. No. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So this book, 
Um, a little bit of a departure from the things that we've done the last few months. <laughs> Way far departure from Electric Idol. Yeah, so let's talk that spice scale. I gave Inheritance Games one pepper. Uh, my dog uh, agrees with you, I guess. Um, I gave it zero spices. There was a lot of yearning. It's a slow burn. It's so slow. And when it does kind of come to that point, it doesn't really do anything. It's it's pretty chaste. It, it honestly reminds me of the early Twilight books. Yeah. Because there's obvious attraction. There's like that back and forth. But they're... I'm a 17. dangerous killer, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> As he's jumping like a spider monkey. Yeah, hold on, tight trees. Spider monkey. Oh There's God. no spider monkey no, business. None. It is, however, in Texas, so that's a that's a point it against is, it. It is very many points against it. Um, how well, cheese? Cheese? How many cheeses? Okay, I only gave it two. Same. Air five. I think that this, it's definitely got some Hunger Game vibes, mm-hmm. just like the the artwork, the characters. Some of it's been done. Yeah. But there was a lot of, like, really original yeah. content with, like, how she set up this mansion that Avery has to move into. And, you know, each of the boys is a little bit different. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, like, as the story unfolds... Um, there is basically a game that, they, that they're playing. They're playing a game. And it's it's elaborate. And to me, I was like, whoa, that's a lot of... It's like a sequence for, of puzzles. So much forethought. Yeah. And... But I'm also like, national treasure is what I thought the okay. whole time I was reading. It was very Nicolas Cage looking for, you know, Benjamin Franklin's glasses, like just kind of going all over the place. Um, but I didn't not enjoy that. I liked it. Okay, so let's that. get to the overall rating then. How many stars yeah. did you give the book? So I went back between, so I originally rated it a four, and then I changed it to a three, and I think I'm probably in between three and four. Okay. Just because <clears throat> I expected more spice. <laughs> <laughs> Coming off that electric idol, I was uh, yearning for the burning. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I actually gave it a five. Oh. Um, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. I really liked the characters. I really enjoyed the puzzles. I was very engaged the entire time, like trying to anticipate the the answers to the riddles before the author like revealed them. So I found it to be a very quick read. Yeah. It was it was fast. Now I did have I did start it like end of May and it took me until like last week to finish it but that was more because of my own brain space than it was because it was hard to read it was very easy to read yeah this was a quick quick one for me just a couple days um I saw when I was reading the author notes in the back that it looks like this has already been optioned for tv Ooh, I'm there and the second book's out too yes so the second book is purple this one's green the Hawthorne Legacy is already out, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, I could be wrong, but it looks like if it's not already optioned for TV, it's in... Pre-production? Yeah, it's in process. Which, which means casting. Yeah, it's the perfect segue, right? It is. They should hire us, by the way. So we like to kind of imaginarily cast who we think would be great in the movie. So, uh, Danny, who'd you cast for the oldest grandson, Nash? Okay, 
Nash is like the most old Texas kind of good old boy in his cowboy boots. He has the accent. I went with Joe Curie. He's Steve in Stranger Things. Damn, he's got I the hair. Seen Stranger Things, and I'm really pissed. He's like cute without being like hit you over the face. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. He's actually 30, so he kind of fits the age. Yeah. I think Nash is supposed to be like late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Who'd you go with? I went. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, if you've seen the movie We're the Millers, I went with Will Poulter, who plays the fake son, who gets bit by the spider in the balls. He was like a kid when that was made, right? Yeah, so he's probably much, much older now. <laughs> we're not even gonna we're not even gonna go with how old he is. What made you um, what made you think of him? I don't know. I it was a panic pick. I remember his eyebrows. Yeah. He's, he's got a strong brow. A lot more attractive now. Okay, we're looking Much at a more picture. Attractive now. He still has a strong brow. He does. Yeah, no. But he's 29. Whoa. So he's not as old as I thought he was. Okay, so next oldest, Grayson. Okay, so he is the Edward Cullen. Like, Pretty much. Like yeah. he's written that way. Stony. Yes. Um, I went with <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hero Beauregard Falk. <laughs> Pianist Tiffin, and I apologize for all the ways he I said only them has three names. Okay, and you want to know what's really fucking weird? Do you know who I'm talking I about? I do. I cast him <laughs> as Jameson. I thought about that. Okay, so, so this is Hero Harden. Yes, Harden from After. Yes. Also, Ralph Fiennes, who plays the famous Voldemort. It's his nephew. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Also, oh, okay. why does the man have so many names? I mean, it just felt right for that character. So British. So, yeah. Okay, so you had him as Jameson, uh-huh. the, like, daredevil uh, puzzle master. I put him as Grayson, who's a very, like, stoic, responsible yeah. Edward type. So, for Grayson, I said Jamie Campbell Bowers. Okay. Who, Give me some context. Okay, so he was in Sweeney Todd, briefly. Okay. Um, he was also in the, like, real, not the TV show, but the movie Mortal Instruments. Mm, I'm gonna have to look this one He's up. He's also in Stranger Things as no the way. demon Vecna oh. in season oh, four. yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> she <laughs> she goes in by that, okay. Um, he's also probably way out of the age range, but anyway. We do the best we can. Yes. Okay, so. my Jameson is Miles Teller. He's the man okay. of the moment. Yeah, he is. With the mustache and everything. Yeah, so Nick has her finger. <laughs> her I must finger ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, so um, kind of like carefree, like confident. Yep. You know, everybody's seen it on TikTok, yep. that Miles Teller, Top Gun, <sighs> Beach, Wiggle Jiggle, whatever. So that's who I've got as Jameson. And then the last, the youngest brother, Xander. Who'd you cast? Jordan Fisher. Okay, I saw I saw him amongst my... Amongst my casting as well. Amongst your Googling. Yes. <laughs> Frantically. I went, um, I went with Jaden Smith. Oh, okay. Kind of like a okay. youthful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Last one is Avery, who is the protagonist, <clears throat> the female lead. Who'd you go with? I went with Chloe Grace Moritz. Oh, okay. Yeah. I chose Zendaya. Okay. I like that. She's really got... Yeah. She's got that kind of like grungy, yes. elegant vibe. So, all right. So... Um, Chloe Grace Moritz does not... But she's but blonde. She's That's what I that too. She is an actress. So Jennifer Lynn Barnes, if you need help, you know we've got these great ideas for you. I hired us to be your casting right. director. I also had this concept that I pitched to Nick. Uh-huh. I think when they open the show for the first time, they should be playing lifestyles of the rich and the famous. I just faded in. 
think it'd be epic. I think so, too. Epic shot with, you know, slow-mo. The boys <clears throat> flip their hair like all those teen shows do. It'll be good. Yeah. Well, you know, we've kind of talked about a spoiler already with the game. But now we're going to move into the real spoilers. You know what? Before we do, though, no. in case you want, in case you like this and you want to read some yes. things, I did think of two series. Oh, I only thought of movies. That's okay. <laughs> um, the Selection series. Oh, yeah, Kira yeah, yeah, Cass, yeah. Similar what? vibes. I have to say a lot sparklier about how much more spark they can get than a billionaire. Right. It's YA yeah. and then American royalty, Catherine yes. McGee. Yes. Both series. Good. Yes. Read them very both. good. Yeah. And for me, you know, if you are more movie route, it's the hunger games meets 1985 clue meets mm. national treasure um, meets knives out. Oh, yeah. It's a little, little bit of everything yeah. there. All right, so now go ahead and pause if you haven't read it. If yeah. you don't want it to be spoiled, we're getting into what we liked, we didn't. Here we go. Yeah. So, like I already said, I really enjoyed the game. The forethought that that old-ass grandfather, because they make him sound ancient. Yes, almost like the President Snow in Hunger Games. Yeah, or, the like, overseer. or like the grandpa in Knives Out who does die. Mm-hmm. Oops. If you haven't seen that, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he spent years planning this. Um, and it all kind of goes back to like a big, like familial. Well, and they're kind of like dueling mysteries, which I yeah. thought really was engaging too. So on the one hand, they're all trying to figure out why the grandpa chose Avery, this mm-hmm. random Because they're chick. not related. No, they, they proved that. So why did he choose her? And at the other point, she's trying to figure out what happened to the character Emily who died. Yes. So these boys are all just smitten with this girl who used to be around the property. She's not there anymore. So you have like these two mysteries going on at the same time and they keep like weaving back and forth, which I thought was really creative. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, favorite character. Who'd you like the best? I, this is a hard question. I probably liked Xander the best, the youngest brother. He, I mean, he said at the very beginning, like, to Avery, I don't like you, but that doesn't mean that, like, I'm not gonna, like, treat you like a human. Because the rest of the family members kind of treat her like shit. Like, well, they're super manipulative. They are. And, you know, they don't want her to be there, obviously. They want to inherit the money that they thought that is rightfully theirs. And, you know, think about real life. Nothing is rightfully yours. Mm. Even if you think that by you birthright it's yours. <laughs> what is this? Oh, How many songs are you going to sing this time? Oh, they got Rainbow Baby. This is not going to end well. Um, yeah, no. Okay, I get that. I really liked, this is kind of unusual for me, the female lead. Huh. Avery. I thought this is, she's intelligent. Mm-hmm. She is self-aware. Mm-hmm. She holds herself accountable. Like, mm-hmm. she can tell, but she's attracted to more than one brother. She knows it's not a great idea. When she succumbs to her urges, she is able to, like, pull herself back. Which yep. I feel like so often in YA, it's like a lost cause. Agreed. And, you know, she wasn't, like, a damsel in distress, which is a lot of what you get in YA fiction when there's well, a female lead. Even just, like, adult fiction. So that I thought, too. this is or like just a, real life. Same. So yeah. this is just, I think she's a strong, she's a standalone female lead. Yeah. She is. And, like, yeah, she has a half-sister who, like, moves to the Hawthorne house with her. But she is essentially alone in this. Like, she has to figure out how to live in the house for a year. Because that's a stipulation of the will. 
while potentially evading whatever the family's going to throw at her. You know, there's a bodyguard who's like, they're not going to kill you. Yeah. And yet, one of them does try to kill her. Exactly. By hiring somebody else to do it. Yeah, no. So I think that she she's just a really strong character. So I really enjoyed her. And then I really enjoyed um, Nash. Yeah, I do too. I think that in the second book, though, there's going to be something about Nash that like comes out that he's not who you think he is. My concern the whole time was like, since he was being nicer than the other ones, and he was the only brother to say, I don't want the money. I was like, no, no, I really hope at the end it's not like he's super sinister yeah, and evil. Yeah. And Sorry. Dogs. Oh, so I liked I liked him as well. Yeah, I All think right. the, the only character that I didn't super connect with um, was the so the two daughters of the billionaire. Yes, they're like in and out. They really aren't super involved. There's like a little bit of dialogue. I wasn't. I th- I thought that was maybe a little underdeveloped. Yeah, and they. In theory, didn't really need to be there, although one of them was the one who tried to hire someone to kill Avery. I guess the real question is, Nick, if you were chosen to potentially inherit $42.6 billion, would you leave everything behind and go live in Texas with a hostile family? There are worse places you could go. <laughs> and if And if there is a kind of most dangerous game national treasure aspect, I'm there. Yeah, the puzzling was was pretty impressive because it was like all this furniture with the hidden compartments. Mm-hmm. So it's very escape room, like if you're in yeah. an escape room. It was really creative. Yeah. And again, like so much planning. Oh, so yeah. much planning. So kudos to the author. Yeah. That's a lot of planning on her part. Yeah. So what I also think is really interesting is like the whole book, Avery's like, why me? Why me? My dog wants to know the same thing. Why? Why her? Why her? Um, <laughs> And, you know, she can't figure it out. They're not related. She thought maybe it was, like, the father she never met or grandfather she never met. Um, I think it actually might be the grandfather she never met. So you think... Wait, well, she can't be related. I think the DNA test was wrong. Or faked. Okay, so, well, this is past the spoiler point. So at the end of the book, it's revealed that the homeless man that she'd been playing chess with for years is... The long lost, believed to be dead, the son actual of heir. the billionaire. Yep, the actual yes. heir. And so, I mean, obviously, that has to be a huge part of what the second book is about: is trying yep. to connect the dots. Yep. So and again, think, she doesn't know who her dad is. I think it's her dad. So you think she is a Hawthorne? I think she is a so Hawthorne. She kissed her half brother. Yeah, which That's also it is a twist, and it made me really feel painful feelings because there was a lot of like, mortal instruments, which I know that you haven't read. No. But it's the same thing where girl meets guy. They have feelings for each other, and then they think that they're related, but they're actually not in Mortal Instruments. Hmm. I don't so know. So we'll see, because I am going to read the second book. I think I am, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a whole maybe other mystery going on with her mom. She knows very little about her mom. And her except mom's dead. Her mom, yeah, her mom is passed, and her mom kept telling her on her 15th birthday, I have a secret. It was like a game they played, mm-hmm. but then never got to tell her what the secret was. Yeah. So I think there could be some, like whole other plot arc with how her mom is connected to the family. Yeah. So it'll be so, very interesting to see. Yeah. We'll we'll have to read it. And yeah, and we'll fill you in just in a future episode. And sisters, you read it. Yeah. And we'll see what we think. Yeah. So what what's next? 
I don't know. I think we were going to decide this was like the end of season one with this episode. We'd kind of talked about. What? That's exciting. Which means that we are going to do season two. Doesn't mean we're done. But we are going on vacation next month. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. Not that we're not going to read, but like, I don't think we want to come back and immediately record an episode. I know you'll be very sad, listeners. You'll miss us just dearly. Yes. That's okay. But that doesn't mean that like, maybe we'll just change, judge things up. Okay, so where should an interested sister look to know what the next book will be when we come back? You should go to our Instagram, which is sistershelves underscore podcast. And, you know, we'll give you some some nuggets there about what we're going to read for the next book when we're going to be back. It'll probably still be in August, but just... Not yeah. the first week. Well, and if you listen to a few and you like certain genres, send us a DM. Yeah. You know, if you're into the spicier stuff, let us know. If that's not your thing, let us know. If you like the thrillers, if you like the YA, because that'll help us choose books, too, because we just kind of go off of what we're interested yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Send us recommendations, because yeah. we don't know what we haven't read or haven't found or haven't added to our Goodreads yet. Absolutely. And I know that there are a lot of really great books out, for instance, to help you kind of deal with some of the feelings you're feeling right now if you're a woman in the United States. Um, there's also a lot of really great books out that can help you escape those feelings. Well, which might be where our money stuff goes. We're going to take a beat, take a vacation, and then... Everybody should take a vacation. Vacation's great. Work time, work time, work-life balance. That's that would right. be the wine speak. <laughs> it happens. So... Read a good book, enjoy summer, stay cool, and we will catch you on the next book. Bye! See ya!